up, everyone? Thank you for tuning into Tethered, a podcast dedicated to helping followers of Jesus stay connected to Him day by day. My prayer for this episode is that it would encourage you, challenge you, and propel you to abide more deeply in Jesus. I hope you're encouraged by this episode. Let's jump right on in. What's up, everyone? Once again, this is your host, Joey Morales. I really appreciate you listening to episodes here on Tethered. If you've been impacted in any way by these episodes, please subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on when episodes drop, and please share with your friends and family on social media however you share things. I would really appreciate it. For this episode, I shared my testimony with students at a crew weekly meeting at the University of Missouri in Kansas City on September 5th, 2019. I shared about how I looked for contentment in a worldly way, which led me to find true contentment in the way. I shared about all the ways I tried everything under the sun that led me to place my faith in Jesus. Without further ado, here's my testimony that I shared with the students. A brief disclaimer, there are sections of this testimony that you will hear me shuffling through my paper manuscript. For this, I apologize in advance. College for me was the opportunity I had to discover who I was. And so how many of you guys are here to discover who you are? Probably a lot of you. And so for me, it was the opportunity I had to prove myself um, to really determine what my purpose was in life. But unfortunately, I was led to a place of utter despair and hopelessness, and I was very discontent as I suffered contentment. So tonight, I want to be able to share with you how I looked for contentment in a worldly way that led me to find the way. And so, here we go. Um, si se puede, si se puede. This is a common motto that's common among Hispanics that want to immigrate to the United States, so that's something my mom had in mind when she immigrated here in the 1980s, and so she met a man. Um, Of course, I was born from her and that man in Los Angeles about 28 years ago, and unfortunately, that man decided to abandon me, my sister, and I when I was really young, so that left a major scar in my life, and later on, she met a man from Guatemala who is now my stepdad, and Honestly, I don't even know where my real dad is to this day. And so it's one of those things that really hit me really hard growing up. And so I got two other siblings. Um, one lives in San Francisco right now, and then the rest of us live here in Kansas City. Um, my childhood was like any, any ordinary childhood. Um, I fought with my siblings. I was mainly my sisters a lot. I mean, I was, it's just a normal childhood. I mean, how many guys fight with your brothers and sisters? Probably a lot of us, right? Um, that was me. <laughs> and so my parents also, though, disciplined me a lot, especially my stepdad, because, you know, just like any other child, if you disobey your parents, um, you get disciplined for it. But my stepdad, he took it a little bit too far. He physically abused all of us. But for me, it left a really big scar in my life. Um, and it actually de- caused me to develop this fear in my relationship with my stepdad. I was so afraid of him that... I was like, 
what, what do I do? And so this developed a thought in my head that I actually carried on for so many years. Um, these were the three things that were on my mind. You are un- unworthy, you do not belong, and you are inadequate. So those thoughts captivated every moment of my life. And it was just, I felt unworthy. And so I wanted people to love me for who I was. And so I, 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 I did anything to be told by someone, I like you, I love you, because that's something I was searching for in my own home. So I decided to find it in other places. So I wanted to find contentment. I wanted to feel adequate. I wanted to feel worthy. And so in order to feel worthy, I looked for contentment in a variety of ways, none of which resulted in the contentment that I desired. Here are the ways I did that. And so I wanted others to see how I could be the best of everything. So sports, I tried those things. You know, I tried to dress like people. Um, Actually, when I was young, uh, there was one time where I was going outside to play basketball and I was wearing do-rags at the time. And so... I'm, I'm not kidding. And so, <laughs> because I wanted to be cool, right? And so there was these kids in the basketball court that were like, why are you wearing a rude do-rag, dude? So they just got up and beat me up because they thought like, this dude's trying to be somebody. And so um, I was teased a lot, bullied, told I was inadequate. And I felt a lot of resentment because of that because no one believed I was capable of being the popular kid. I didn't have the greatest high school experience. Um, I didn't have many, very many friends. I just wanted to be cool, even though people considered me uncool. And so like, I, I tried to look for ways to be cool. I used to sag my pants a lot when I, was, when I was in high school. I'm not kidding. Because again, I was pursuing that route. Like, will someone accept me for who I am? And so it just led me to this place of just feeling utterly discontent. And so I carried this thought like, why doesn't anyone want to accept me for who I am? And so I wasn't loved at home. I wasn't loved at school. I was chasing after these things. And so it started developing this suicidal tendencies in my mind. And actually, when I was 14, I actually seriously thought about taking my own life because I felt that inadequate. But I didn't go through with it. I'm, I mean, I'm here, obviously. And so... Um, my conscience told me to not go through with it. My parents would miss me if I did that. So even though I didn't commit suicide, I still felt inadequate. And so this was meaningless. This, all this stuff I was chasing was meaningless and it was a chasing after the wind. And so I, I looked for it in relationships. Um, when I was a senior in high school, I had a girlfriend that I wanted to pursue, but it was for sinful reasons, just to, you know, sleep with her to lose my virginity things like that because that was the thing to do back then i'm sure that's still the case today um people chase after those things to find you know contentment um we ended up breaking up thankfully you know nothing happened in regards to that but i did lie to my mom about going to visit her she lived in a different state we met in person you know, got to know over social media, and it was just, that was a mistake. But that left me very distraught that entire summer. Just, man, someone that actually liked me for who I was, but at the same time, no. Man, just to lose it all? This is meaningless. 
in the chasing after the wind. And so I get to college at Wichita State. I'm a freshman. Um, I actually succeeded very well academically in high school. I earned a full ride scholarship to Wichita State um, because I was involved in a college preparatory program. And it was a good experience, but now that I was out of my parents' house, I had profound freedom. We'll be back after a brief break. Hey, what's up, everyone? We really appreciate you listening to episodes here on Tethered. If you've been impacted in any way by these episodes, please subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on when episodes drop. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, will you please consider rating this podcast in your favorite podcasting app? Please leave us a comment. Finally, please share this podcast with your friends and family on social media or however you share things. We would really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Tethered. Now back to the episode. Profound freedom. I can do whatever I want. And so I did what I did, wanted to do. So I started attending parties, started to you know drink, started to smoke marijuana and smoke hookah because I was wanting to find what is this contentment? What makes life worthwhile? Well, what's the purpose of life? And so I started attending fraternity parties to chase women and it just resulted in nothing. And so I was trying to be accepted by the popular students on campus. And so for, back in those days, it was fraternity and sorority people. Now I have nothing against them by any means, but basically like, man, those are some cool kids. I wanted to be around them. <laughs> Again, I tried searching for contentment in that way, but it resulted in just meaninglessness, a vanity and a chasing after the wind. And so for all that time, I tried everything under the sun to find contentment. Always meaningless in a chasing after the wind. I was left in utter discontentment. I had enough. I felt alone. I felt empty. I felt so unworthy. And I was like, what, what is the point of life? Until I met someone that I did not expect to meet, all by God's just gracious graciousness and his sovereignty. Um, met a guy named Abraham. He lived in my dorm floor during my freshman year of college. And he's, so, he's someone that I did not expect to develop a friendship with. He was really the first Christian I've ever met who was actually serious about his faith. Like you can tell he walked with Jesus. And so, and he was really nice, very welcoming. You know, he shared a lot of things in common with me. We're both, you know, Latinos, and so that was for, that's, that was cool. And so um, we both loved, you know, tacos and things like that. <laughs> he was from Garden City, Kansas, and so he's still a good friend to me, with me to this day. But um, one night I actually, you know, went to go, you know, see what Abraham was up to, and I actually met another guy that night. His name is Joe. And so Joe was another person that, you know, he seriously took his faith. Um, he was someone that, you know, had a lot in common with me. Um, actually, the first time I met Joe, we actually talked about hair gel. I used to wear hair gel back then. 
Um, not anymore. I wear pomade. It's kind of similar stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> it still works the same way. It keeps my hair looking good. So, but Joe, but Joe and Abraham that night were actually going to go to an event called 242. So basically, um, it was a young adult gathering that um, I've never heard of. I have no idea what it was, but they're like, Joe, you should come. And so I did. And so I walked into a church and I was like, what is this? And so I saw a lot of young adults just worshiping Jesus. And that was the first experience I've ever had to biblical Christianity. I've always weirded out. Like I, I saw kids actually like raising their hands, jumping up and down like this. Like I thought I joined in myself. Like I had no idea what I was doing. But let me tell you why I thought that was really weird. So I didn't grow up in a Christian home at all. Um, I grew up Roman Catholic. I believed that I had to earn the righteousness of God. Um, I believed that Jesus, you know, God was a tyrant, that he just wanted for me to be a good person. And that was pretty much it, um, that God would only bless those who do good, um, that I had to you know, be a good person to earn a place in heaven. I just thought Jesus was this Roman historical figure, um, boring person that I grew up watching movies about during Christmas and Easter. And so I'm like, this guy makes no sense to me. And so I believe that the Bible was just a boring book. I'm like, I don't want to read that. Um, so I felt like I was a good person because I never committed any crimes. I didn't shoot anybody. I never killed anybody. I obeyed all the rules. So I'm good, right? Um, I found out otherwise. So 242 was just very different than what I expected. Um, I actually witnessed people enjoying Jesus for who he was. And so Abraham, Joe, and I, we left the service and we actually went over to Joe's parents' house to form this Bible study every Wednesday night. And I'm like, bro, you did not just do that. And so I'm like, I don't want to take any part in this at all. Um, But because they were so nice and friendly, I'm just like, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, I, it was really for a wrong motive, though. Just, I, was, I just wanted to make Abraham and Joe feel good. Like, hey, these guys are nice. I like being around them, so I'll do it. And so I decided to go ahead and study the Book of Romans with them every Wednesday morning for a few weeks. And so we studied through that book, but we definitely touched chapter 12. And so, but I was like, I'm not set on learning this. Like, I don't care about this. But... The more time I spent with those guys learning about the scriptures, the more I saw the Lord just start to draw himself towards me. And so I enjoyed spending time with those guys. And so God was beginning to show me what true contentment looked like. And so one night, Joe and I hang out. We went to an event, um, spent some time together. It was a lot of fun. It was cold, though, that night. Um, I specifically remember that. Um, and we both had a wonderful time. We decided to grab ice cream right afterwards. And Joe noticed something that no one else had noticed in my life. He saw all the pain and discontentment that I was experiencing. So he sh- I shared everything with him. This is the first guy I came to trust with my problems. And so we sat there eating ice cream in the parking lot. And I told Joe that night... I'm really enjoying this Bible study. Um, and that night he had to tell me the truth. 
Um, he shared with me using the Bible how depraved I was in light of a holy God. Even though I had experienced pain as a result of sin, I had no idea that I was in sin. And so I was pursuing these worldly things to find contentment. And in those things, I was trying to establish an identity for myself. And I had no idea that I was rebelling against God. I was an enemy of God. I was rebelling against the commandments he's given in scripture that he allowed to be made so I can find true freedom. I had no idea that that was the case. And I came to understand that as a result of my sin, I was destined for eternal condemnation from God. I came to understand that I justly deserve the wrath of God. And so Joe was showing me in the scriptures that, you know, I was eternally separated from God who created me and knew me from my mother's womb. I had no idea. And I could never be good enough by religious efforts to earn the righteousness of God because I was dead. That's what I came to realize. That's what he showed me in the scriptures. And that's why I was not experiencing contentment. So I asked Joe, what do I do? There is good news though. He shared with me under the veil of all that truth that there is hope. Hope that only God was able to make possible because I could not obtain the righteousness that God offers found only in his son, Jesus Christ. Joe shared with me that night that placing my faith, trust, and surrendering my life to Jesus, he would save me from my sins. I was a sinner by nature and choice. I had tried everything under the sun to, try to find true contentment. I was broken. I had no purpose. But that night, the Holy Spirit revealed to me through Joe that in Christ alone, I can be forgiven of my sins. And it was my sinful pursuits that kept me from experiencing true contentment. I'm going to read a passage to you guys from Romans chapter 3 that would really answer this. And so it's up on the screen there for you. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, or as some people call it, the Extra Spiritual Version. You can call it whatever you want. And so this is what the word says. Um, but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Listen to this. And are justified by his grace as a gift. As a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as appropriation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he foreknew. Um, he knew it ahead of time. He had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. It was that verse that captivated my love for Jesus. 
that verse transformed everything about who I was. And I am really thankful that that verse is in the Bible. Um, because of that verse and other scriptures, I gave my life to Christ that night. Because I came to understand that even though I was a sinner, Jesus himself wants to wash a sinner like me as white as snow. And I, it's because of his grace and mercy I'm able to have a relationship with him. I don't deserve this. I was telling Joe that, like, I don't deserve this at all. But that night I was born again. I was a new creation. And I found true contentment that night. And I could not contain my joy. And so I started telling everyone, my family, about my transformation that took place that night. And I just began sharing the gospel with people on campus. Um, but it doesn't end there, though. Even though I gave my life to Christ, there were some consequences for my sin. Um, I flunked out of college because I got too involved on campus. I decided to be lazy and I lost my four white scholarship, gone. I ended up in a lot of debt because I just wasn't a wise steward of my finances. I struggled with pornography for a long time because I thought that was a source of escape from all the pain. I praise God that I don't struggle with that anymore. Um, it was hard, but I was forgiven for all those sins after my conversion. And I still struggle with sinful tendencies. We all do if we follow Jesus. But the difference is I know, I know now that I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me and he knows how to you know, give me the way of escape, provide the way of escape so I may be able to endure it because God is faithful. And so it is a cost to follow him because it's hard to follow Christ in this day and age. But I belong to him. I'm his child. I'm called to know him. God is good. Amen. Amen. So earlier I shared the motto, si se puede. What does that word mean? You can do it, right? Is it possible to have a relationship with Christ if a person is far from God? Si se puede. Is it possible to have eternal life through Jesus Christ? Si se puede. And I just praise God for the work he's done. He's transforming me daily. He's worthy. He's adequate. Even when I feel inadequate, he is so worth following. And so he will bring contentment to your way even when your life had discontentment. Like I said earlier, I tried to find contentment via the worldly way, but it led me to, to find the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to Tethered. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family. 
please also tap the subscribe button to receive notifications when new episodes are published. You can also follow Tethered on Instagram by clicking on the link in the episode notes. Hope this episode has encouraged you, built you up, and blessed you. To God be the glory. See you next time. God bless.